podcast that introduces you to registered, clinical, and certified aromatherapists around the world. I'm your host, Melissa. I'm a holistic life coach and a registered aromatherapist. Join me every other week as we chat with aromatherapists and hear about their aromatic journeys and how they use essential oils in their lives and in their businesses. Hey friends, welcome to episode number 32, Aromatic Chat with Marge Clark. Marge is a legacy in the aromatherapy community and she even considers herself a vintage aromatherapist because she was practicing aromatherapy before it was even considered a modality. What a joy to be chatting with Marge Clark. Let's get started. Hello, Marge. Hey, Melissa. How are you today? Yes. Well, we're we're moving along. We're going to get through everything that's gone wrong. Yes. Yes. So we're good. It's uh, it's always a challenge owning a business. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the challenges vary. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you for inviting me. I just love that we're going to be able to share your story because you are a vintage aromatherapist. You know, you were <laughs> you were practicing aromatherapy before it was a modality. Yeah, that's true, which made it difficult to learn anything. But they call me a vintage. The pioneers are Jenny Rose and Silla Shepard Hanger. Mm-hmm. They're the pioneers, they came first. And Robert, Robert was always there. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's, he's always existed. But that's why we, we desperately need to hear yeah. your vintage voice. Thank you. I love what we do. I've always wanted to be a healer. When I was a child, I grew up, I, won, I read the Cherry Ames books. I was going to grow up to be a nurse, and that was discouraged for various reasons. Mm. And I have friends who are energetic healers and massage therapists, and it's not my calling. But because of the oils and because of nature's gift, I get to take Part in the healing journey of thousands of people, yeah. healers and their clients all over the world. It's not how I envisioned, but it's been such a gift. That's amazing. It's not how you envisioned it, but your the vision was greater than what you thought. Yes, much greater. Again, thank you so much for joining me. I cannot wait for the world to hear your story. <laughs> I really, truly, I'm in, I'm a little, I'm in a little bit of awe sitting here with you today, but I'm just so glad that you said, yes, I can't wait for the world to hear your story. So we're going to go ahead and just dive right in. And I would love for okay. you to share how you got where you are because nature's gift um, is one of the places that I recommend uh, when they're looking to purchase products, I say I have about four or five companies that I recommend, and Nature's Gift mm-hmm. is definitely one of them. Um, I know you've been buying from us for so, years now. Yeah, so I would love to hear your story. How did you get to where you are now? Um, by accident, 
I never set out to start a business. In the very early 90s, I was told that I was totally disabled and I would never work again, which my marriage had ended. I was self-supporting. That was the worst thing that could have happened. And it was my greatest fear coming true that I wouldn't be able to take care of myself financially. On the other side of that was the greatest gift of my life. So there's a spiritual component in this story, too. I was disabled. I fortunately qualified for Social Security disability and the job that I had been working on and failing miserably because I qualified for disability. I did offer long-term disability insurance. So between the two, I had an income, and I had nothing to do. All these empty days. Well, I had two passions. I had been doing online communication since the early 80s, running bulletin boards and talking to friends I hadn't met yet all around the world. So I was really comfortable online. Not on video, mind you, <laughs> but writing that I could be real open. I could be me. The other thing was the oils. And I always say, but thinking back, I'm not sure that it's true, that I first learned about the power of the oils when I bought some, I bought a potpourri book. And it talked about lavender essential oil and all the things it could do besides make your potpourri smell good. But I'm not sure if that's how it started. Did I stumble across an article in a magazine or something and then move on to potpourri? But there was potpourri and there was soap making. There was lots of stuff like that. But basically... I would get the oils and I'd read about them and I'd make blends and I'd give little bottles to my friends. They'd say, this is really good. I want some more. Well, I don't have any money to buy ingredients. Give me some money and you can have some more. And or I'd find a better bottle of this than what I had because... Some of the oils that I bought early on were the usual health food store brands that we all know, and some were from magical shops and any place I could find them, and you can imagine what those were. So I would find something better, and I'd sell, I'd study what I had so I could buy more. And here I am 30 years better, and I'm still... So in my great blend, so I'm buying ingredients to make more and selling what I have to buy more and buy better. Along the way, 
one of the biggest things was early on in the 90s, there was a mailing list called the Enigma Group. You've heard of it. Silla Shepard was a member. Gabriel Mohe was a member. Robert was probably a member. Um, Sarah Holmes. There were two or three hundred of us, many of them authorities in the field, and many of them just like made thirsty little sponges just trying to learn. And these people were so generous-spirited. They shared what they knew so openly. I thanked many of them. I'm going to do a commercial plug in my book. Um, in the preface, the publisher left out the dedication, but I dedicated it to, to most of them. What's the name of your book? Essential Oils and Aromatherapy. Thank you. By me. Is it still available for purchase? Yeah, um, you can buy it from us. I was told it was out of stock, but we found it. Amazon has it. But Amazon does not have the dedication. Okay. And if you buy it from Amazon, I won't sign it for you. So, but you've got two choices. And it's available on Kindle. When, when, when we were told it was not available, we did a Kindle. And I did a Kindle book on hydrosols, essential waters. Someday I will finish the Kindle book on CO2s. It's lacking the introductory chapter. The rest of it's all done. But I've been saying someday for three or four years. So anyway, I learned from these people because somebody would ask a question and those of us who wished the learning would throw in our two cents worth but you could tell the people you knew. Right. And they would answer. And I still have three or four folders on an email system that I don't use anymore of questions and answers and comments from that group that I still refer to. Something that worked 20 years ago probably still works today. So I started out strictly online, first selling to my friends. Then I started writing about the oils when I learned to write websites. I wrote about them, and people were told, why don't you sell them? And I'll tell you how it worked. In the old days, I had a list of oils, and I had a list of blends, and I had prices. You'd email me and say, I want five minutes of this and 15 years, or half an ounce of this and an eighth of an ounce of that. And I'd email you back the price and the shipping, and you'd send me a check. That was e commerce in the, in the mid 90s. Yes, ma'am. Wendy Robbins of Aroma Web was an early customer. And in our blog, I've written her review of our oils. And I'm mortified when I see the picture. The labels were so bad and they were falling off. And I forgot to put 
a receipt or a pack slip in her box because she was Wendy Robbins from Aroma Web, and I wanted it to be perfect, so I did everything wrong. But she raved about the quality of our oil. Then in either 98 or the year 2000, I think it was 98, Naha was held. This was in Seattle, and I was going, and Gabriel Mohe contacted me in July. His partner had signed up for a booth. She was not going to be able to attend for health reasons. Would I like to take over the booth and run it for nature's gift and give him a corner to sell his new poster? I was terrified. I had never made a face-to-face sale in my life. I didn't have to set up a booth. I didn't take credit cards, none of it. But I couldn't say no, because everybody knew Gabriel. He was respected, he was loved, and being at Naha, sharing his space would give us validation. I wrote to our friends in the mailing list and I said, how do you run a booth? How do you do this? What do you bring? How do you? They said, oh, don't have a diffusion. There's too many. Have fresh flowers at your booth. Have things at different heights. They gave me all this. What to bring for inventory of this? And I discovered that there is nothing that I would rather do and sit behind a table of our oils and say, try this, not try this, see the difference between them, and talk about the oil. It was such a great experience. Our business boomed after that. It was a mini boom, but for us, I had to hire people. We're still in my house. At one point, we had five people working in this little house. They took over every room except my bedroom, and they were saying, why can't we store boxes on your bed? It was wild. And then in 2002, the other thing, probably the most validating, there was an AHNA. American Nurses Association conference here in Nashville. Well, it's in Nashville. This is a no-brainer. Of course, we're going. Jane Buckle presented on Frankincense. I hadn't heard of Jane Buckle. Didn't know this woman. Crazy English woman. And she loved our royals. We hit it off. We bonded. She offered me my choice. She was going to drop one supplier. And she offered me my choice that I want module one, module two, module three, module four. Poor planning. I said module one because I thought students drop out would be exposed to more people. Having Jane pick up as a supplier, he cut up was was just so validating. Yes, these people are the quality they say they are. That is what Jane Butler did for us. I went on to take Jane's course to Kathy Duffy up in Massachusetts. 
She's one of my two closest teachers and best friends and mentors. The two people I call when I need an answer are Kathy Duffy and Madeline Kirkhoff. Mm-hmm. I've studied with a lot of other people, but they're the two that are on speed dial. Since then, we've grown, we've done shows, we've done, we've made mistakes. We've had triumphs. I have been perhaps more outspoken than is politically correct. So uh, not everybody in our industry is a, a fan and an admirer. They don't, not everyone realizes how wonderful I am. But it's surprising, isn't it? I'm just bored. To this day. I speak the truth as I see it about our product. I will refuse to sell people something. Years ago, there was a shortage of Corsican helicrys in one year. And Gary Young had his crop, his share of the crop sold out from under him. This was in the early 2000s, I forget when, I got a letter that broke my heart from this little man. His wife had been born nerve deaf, and their dream was for her to hear his voice before one of them passed. And he had been told by an MLM distributor the Helicris Metallicum in her ears would restore the hearing that she'd never had. And I told them, I'm sorry, Helicrisum is wonderful healing oil, but it will not help you. And I will not sell it to you. I never heard from him again. I'm sure somebody sold it to him. But I'm that is part of our story, too. Right. Today, still, after all these years, I'm totally in awe of these powerful powerful oils and what they can do for us. That's our history. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Marge, for sharing that. I would very much love to learn how you came up with the name for your business. Nature's gift. Ah, that's a story, too. I didn't have a business. It was me selling things to my friends. And somebody in the Edna list mentioned a company on the West Coast that I wouldn't buy from today, but this was 30 years ago, and what did we know? And they said, they've got really good frankincense. So I called them. They wanted a business license before they'd sell to me. Well, then I went to the city of Nashville, Davidson County. What do you need to get a business license? Oh, you need a name. So a friend of mine, the two of us sat on a park bench one sunny Sunday afternoon with legal pads. We just brainstormed names. And I don't know who came up with nature's gift. 
whether it was him or whether I don't know, but it was right. And he was right because I truly believe these oils are nature's gift. We've had to fight to defend our trademark a lot. MLM viewers tend to name their Facebook pages Nature's Gift. It's it's name that a lot of people like. And people have wanted to buy the domain. No, you can't have the domain. It's mine. It's a name that, that other people like. I should have named it Aromatherapy something. Because directories list you alphabetically. People aren't going to scroll all the way through the ends. They're going to get something on the first page. But I didn't know that. That's how we came up with the name Nature's Gift. So that I could get a business license. So that I could buy four ounces of frankincense. (laughs) Oh, my word. I have never had a business plan. Things just happen. Yeah. Good. Mostly good. Sometimes not so good. And I love the name Nature's Gift because I feel the same way that this is, you know, it is a gift. Yeah. The plants. Yes. And I, you know, I, I yeah. analyze it sometimes and I think, you know, these plants, they actually willingly give us, they willingly do this for us. Yes. But they don't hold back. Yes. They give. And I love, they, I love that it's a gift. The Native Americans, and I'm sure many other indigenous people, they will thank a plant before they take its gift. I think in a lot of people, we see a disrespect that's when people are saying, oh, pour some in your water bottle and slather it underneath. They don't respect the power of the oil. Mm-hmm. I agree. Love, I love the name of your business. Whether it's the A or the A's doesn't matter to me. I search for Nature's mm-hmm. Gift and I tell other people to go there as well. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So I know that um, as, a, as an essential oil supplier, your method of practicing and using essential oils is a little bit different. And I loved the story that you shared about the man who messaged you. What do you see as this, as the business owner that people come to nature's gift for? Like, what is it that they're seeking? Or is there a specific problem? What do you see most when people are ordering from nature's gift? Normally speaking, it's pain in some form either physical or emotional pain, chronic pain, or recent accident, if there's something going around, it will ask us about preventive measures. What can we add to what they're already doing? Back when H1N1 was a thing, I got a letter from a woman who wrote, she and her husband were both, emergency room healthcare professional. So they were on the front line. What can I do to keep us and my family safe while we wait for the vaccine? Not instead of the vaccine. I recommended the antiviral. 
In fact, that was the time that we developed Slufoil. I recommended that. I recommended the components and why. I, with her permission, I posted her letter in my answer as a blog post. But I was very new to Facebook, and I thought, we should do a Facebook ad. Wait, you want to run? And we did. And that got us on the radar. They didn't make us rename Flufoil, but we had to pull those blog articles because we were implying that Flufoil might prevent. We all have to walk a very delicate line. We can't give medical advice. We can't make medical claims legally. That makes things hard, interesting, but it's always pain. That's why people come to me. Originally, they, they need help with something. Thank you for sharing all of that. I want to give a suggestion for you and for everyone else standing out, especially if you work long distance, if you don't see your clients face-to-face, do this. At least once a week, you get a letter from someone saying, this was going on, and I used this, and this happened. And I saved those. Because, you know, we all have days that everything is going wrong, and why am I still doing this, and I'm too old, and I should have retired 10 years ago, and forget it. I'm done. And you go back, and you read those messages, and you can't be done. It's 30 years worth of documentation about making a difference in people's lives. Save those letters. They will be worth more there's no value. Thank you. It shows that what you're doing has been worth it. So important to have those reminders that what we do is mattering. It's why we're doing this or why we are here because it is why we're here. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. I would love for you right now to share something that might be a little bit difficult because of um, what you do at, at Nature's Gift. But if you had to pick your three favorite essential oils, what do you think they would be? Which is my favorite child. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. The first would be rose. Currently, it's Rosa Damascena CO2 extract. I truly believe there is nothing that supports a woman's spirit the way true rose that if your heart hurts, I can make that feel better. That's the gift. I had had some experiences with rose when I took a course with Kathy Brewer and Florian Burkmeyer. The courses are not normal aromatherapy. They do a lot of inner work. They did an exercise holding an open bottle of rose. Rose is not an oil for young girls. It's for women of a certain age. But there is nothing to support us, our spirits, our emotions. 
It's not physically healing, it's heart and spirit healing. So Rose is the first. Second, it's not a favorite, but I think everybody needs it in their first aid kit for both physical and emotional healing. Helicrisa metalla from, from Corsica. And it has to be Corsican. No other country of origin is going to give you the same medical, the same chemical makeup. Corsican heli in a base of rosehip seed oil is the best scar healer. I have a friend, her son received second and third degree burns on his arm. And she wrote to me and said, what can we do to speed the healing? And I said, rosehip and healthy. And six months later, the skin was there and he was starting to to grow hair on his arms again. No permanent scarring. One night, I reached up onto a high shelf, grabbed a can, and it somersaulted. And the ridge of the can, we put the can opener in, caught me in my inner wrist, right where you take your pulse. I don't think the can had hit the floor before it started to swell and blacken. It broke a blood vessel, obviously. And as high as it was round, just swollen and round and black. I put polluted heli. A bedtime the swelling was gone. Well, the ice did that. I put more heli on it. I went to sleep. It had stopped hurting. The next morning when I woke up, I had what looked to be a week-old bruise. 12, maybe 15 hours after the injury. That's the bruise healing of Helen. Madeline Kirchhoff swears by it for emotional bruising as well. I tend to use it for physical pain more than for emotional pain. That's two. One that I love. One that everyone should have. Like spruce, because it takes me to the mountain top and it leaves all the tears down below. Pinion pine, because it takes me back to a very special place in time. Just that I visited briefly and I'll never forget. Balsam it's the Christmas tree that I grew up with. Siberian fir, it helps me sleep. Black spruce. But then what about frankincense? What about our black soccer from my mom? That's the one I write on the website the first time I opened it. It felt like a hug. Italian pedigree in the world. Calm anxiety. I can't give you three. I can give you the two, the one I love and the one I think you need. Or I can give you a dozen. But I can't give you the two. <laughs> Well, I appreciate your honesty. What is getting you really excited right now? What are you working on or what's lighting you up? What's got you just loving life at the moment? Oh, okay. First of all, our clients. We have clients who have been with us since at least 1999, because that's when I started keeping records. I told you about my praise folder. 
when they write that we have made a difference for them, that's an ongoing reminder of why we do what we do and why we need to keep doing it. The other thing, she's going to be mortified when she sees this. In the past, I had a verbal agreement to sell nature's gift to some people who I thought shared my values. We keep our values unchanged. One of the things this team did was take over our social media. We needed to reach out and attract a younger audience. Our average demographic is women in their 50s. They're younger than me, but we need to reach out to the young mothers raising their children. And I don't know how to do that because I'm not one. I didn't like what I was saying. At any rate, that verbal agreement fell through, and I was left once again in charge of all of our marketing, which I had totally given over. One of the wonderful women working in our production area stepped up. You are all eventually going to meet our new creative director, Candace Ford who also happens to be be my daughter-in-law. She has overseen the transition to a new website, which wasn't working when it was delivered to us. She's managed, I think, to put our soul back into our social media, into our Facebook page, into Instagram. I'm both proud of her and grateful to her. She's taking on more and more of the day-to-day managing of nature's gift, allowing me to let go of me to oversee everything. So I would say that Candace and the rest of my staff, their talents and their gifts and their presence light me up, both personally and professionally. In my spare time, I'm the Duke of an Alliance in the Game of Thrones game. But that's a whole different story. Yes. Another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing what lights you up. I was feeling, I was feeling your love for your staff. I was feeling it all the way on the other side of the planet. I could feel it. My staff is amazing. Jim, who's an inventory control manager, has been with me for well over 15 years. He started part-time when he was a college student. He's never left. I can't believe it. He's been with us. I went to his wedding. You know, it's his family. We... We truly are a family. I said Candace was reorganizing the company. She restructured production. She promoted Michelle to production manager because she seemed to have the best work ethic. She would be the one who would come in and go around with the clipboard downstairs to see what needed doing while the others were upstairs drinking coffee. Just before the production, she said, the promotion, she said, 
can I take an aromatherapy course? Candice is taking one. I'd like to take one too. I said, of course you can. Candice is studying with Beverly Hawkins, the West Coast Institute, and Michelle is studying with Silla Shepherd at the Atlantic Institute. I said, you just can't take the same one Candice says. I want you learning different things. I want you amazing. The goal is for them both to become registered aromatherapists. And they're stepping up and growing. I can watch them grow. I love what you've created. You've created not just a family. You've created a group of people who share the same values. Yes. That's amazing, right? Because we know that families don't always share the same values. Oh. You've had this vision that has created a group of people who share that yes. same value and vision. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. It is so important for everyone, especially everyone working with the oil, that these are to help people and to put that energy into them. Yes. There are times when there's a case of special need that somebody writes, this is going on and it's a terrible story and we're going to try to help them. Some of us do Reiki. We'll put Reiki energy into it. Somebody, some of us will pray over it. A specific order will get whatever we can put in it to make it more effective. And we try to carry that with all the oils. If you're having a bad day, and you're not fit to work with the oil, take a day off, take a mental health day. We don't need that energy in the orders. And I'll tell you something. There are some oils that, well, Fragonia. There is one distiller of Fragonia. Nobody in the world can sell Fragonia that didn't come from John and Peter Day at Paper Bar. But people will write, your Fragonia is different. Your Fragonia is better. It can't be better. It's all the same oil. Is it the energy that is put into it? I don't know. Chemically, it's the same. I remember a company that is much bigger than we are posted on me, posted, Facebook page, a picture of this little gray-haired woman by this big machine. This is someone's up. She poured 60,000 bottles of tea tree oil today. And I thought, I don't ever want to be that big. No. No. Everything, Michelle or Roberta or sometimes Candace or sometimes Jim or sometimes Carla. Not me. They won't let me pour anymore. I have a tremor. I'm not safe. A living human being has poured the oil into that bottle. And I think that makes a difference. Yeah, I agree. We might, if we get a new shipment and it's a slow day, Michelle might pour 100 bottles. That's a hundred bottles. That's not sixty thousand. We could go on and on because I have so many thoughts about that. But we need to yeah. we need to finish up. 
Um, so I wanted to give you an opportunity to share your free gift that you have for everyone. It's something we call an essential oil key. And it's a little gadget that has various and sundry curves and holes on it. Don't tell me you have one there. You, that's an oil key. All those curves and curls and holes will help you open things. They will pop the orifice reducer out of a bottle. They will remove a roller ball from a roller bottle. Mm-hmm. They'll open the little tiny two mil bottles. But you guys are offering these to the listeners? Yes, we are giving one to everyone who listened to this podcast. There's a special landing page. I will definitely put the link in the show notes. Yeah. And all they'll have to do is click on it and it'll take them right to that page. And that's right. Now, the other thing I wanted to mention, because I love AIA, but if you go to the AIA website, and click on the members only section down under members benefits. It's a code and discount code that will give you 15% off because not that many people use the AIA discount code. Forget about it. Everyone who uses the code will automatically put in loyalty in their order. From now till I think Candace said the end of the year. But if you go to the link, you don't have to be an AA member. You just have to have seen this. You go to the link and click on it. It'll take you to the landing page, which will put a free oil key in your shopping cart. Thank you so much. That's so generous of you guys. And so appreciate it. I appreciate you guys doing that and offering that free gift to the listeners. That's amazing. I want to I want to let you know I will share all of the links for people to find Nature's Gift in the show notes. Yeah. But I wanted to give you the last word. Is there anything that you would like to share um, with our listeners? Any final inspiration or words of encouragement or just something that might be on your heart right now that you would love to share? Something I I learned the hard way. When I started out, I was very much driven by fear. It was the disability and all that. I had a lot of that. But inside, I felt like I wasn't enough. I wasn't good enough. And one of the ways that that manifested is if somebody would write about Melissa Holman, Oh, her aromatic remedy, she has this fantastic thing. I was jealous because if you were praised, it took away from me. If you got called out by an authority figure, if you received a huge order, or if something good happened to you professionally, it took away from me. And I was jealous. That was based on fear. I thought we lived in a universe where there wasn't enough to go around. Enough love, enough admiration, enough praise, enough money, enough success, enough of whatever it is that motivates you. There's not enough. 
So if you get some, there's less for me. Today, I have learned that we live in a universe of abundance. So I can rejoice in my friend's success, knowing that tomorrow or next week will be my turn. There's enough for all of us. I see so many young women and the occasional young man who can't coming up in this industry, not because they see it as a way to earn a living, but because they share my passion for these beautiful oils. You young ones coming up, you, Melissa, and I'm not going to name names. They know who they are. You are the future of aromatherapy, and I just love watching you grow. Thank you for letting me ramble. Oh, thank you for rambling. I loved every moment. I, I wish we had three hours to sit here today. I'm so thankful for you, Marge. So thankful for nature's gift and the family you've created. And it's not just the people in your team. It's the people who order from the world who are affected by the products that you provide. Thank you so, yes. so much. The nature's gift family reaches around the world. Doing this has been a gift. Hey friend, I cannot tell you how much of an honor it was to speak with Marge Clark. I felt a little emotional as I was editing the podcast because getting Marge recorded is going to be a lasting gift for aromatherapists to come. She helped to pave the way for me and thousands of others who are diving into the deep end of aromatics. Such a joy to see the light in her eyes as she talked about her beloved essential oils. Please remember, as Marge said, that the universe we inhabit is one of abundance. It's easy to focus on all of the negative in the world, and finding the joy can be difficult sometimes. For those times, there are life coaches like me who can walk beside you and help you find the abundance that fills Marge's very being. I hope you'll take a moment to peruse all of the episodes and hear from other aromatherapists that I have been so honored to chat with. Please feel free to share Aromatic Chat with your friends and your family, and I would be so thrilled if you would subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Nature's Gift is one of my top five vendors. If you'd like to find out all of the ones I recommend, you can sign up for my ultimate guide to diffusion where I share everything you need to know about safe diffusion and include that coveted list of providers. Be sure to check out the show notes for all of the links mentioned today, including the link for your free gift from Nature's Gift. If you enjoy Aromatic Chat, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcast. You can find me, your life coach and registered aromatherapist on the web at lemonbalmcoaching.com. I will see you next time with our next episode. Until then, peace, love, and aromatics.